You know, what's funny is that, um, so... <laughs> you didn't plan this? No. And the other funny part is, um, I actually found this one set when we were planning out the, the we were planning out the season, I found this one second. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's, it's checked off there. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. It's, it's fine. again, it's somehow the Patreon. It's less, is, it's still less explicit than the Patreon. But yes. Like it's, it's, uh, like it's, if you put this on the Patreon, I'd be like, you know, yeah, that's fair. It fits on the Patreon. Hi, just a quick listener advisory to our friends. This fic is slightly spicier than normal. Normally we try to keep, especially since we started the Patreon back in December, we try to have a hard line between our smutty, smutty fics that go on our Patreon. Those are like rated R, rated X, and we try to keep things on this podcast, PG-13. I don't think this is too bad, but just a warning. Normally, our stuff's like 60, 65 degrees, t-shirt weather, it's pleasant outside. This is probably more like 80, 85, it's hot outside, you feel it, we, we can't deny it's, it, it feels different than it did 20 degrees ago, but it's not quite our Patreon level of heat, all right? It, the Patreon's like over 100 degrees, it is steamy, hot and heavy, creamy, and this is not that, but just so you are all aware, you've been warned. Stacks, 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 stacks. Welcome to Fine Pairings. This is Jack Week. <laughs> We're going to be talking about some aspect of the Olympics. I still don't know what it is. Claire? <laughs> Me. Yes. So, um, what you gave me Continue was being the jock of your family. Yes, as the jock of my family, um, <laughs> as a the purest form of jock, which is um, me. I'm the picture under the definition of jock in the dictionary. Yes. Um, <laughs> in fact, I am wearing uh, two polos. Both colors are cop- popped. So. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I am wearing a visor backwards. Wait, no, I'm wearing only basketball shorts. <laughs> I'm wearing a and visor. Tennis shoes with no socks. My sunglasses are on the back of my head. And yes. I don't think that's what a, a jock is. I think that's a. Like I'm a, I'm leaning into prep that's now. A, I was gonna say that's a like, that's a frat boy at a football game, which is oh, similar. Yes, not quite. Yes, I'm sorry. The jocks play the sports, obviously. All right, so I'm wearing. You could wear a polo to Frolfin or something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I read this. So I read this a while ago. Um, but I went into the Olympics RPF tag, which is funny because we remember when I could Good. not find any sports RPF. This is when we were babies. If we were babies, I didn't know better. You looked under sports RPF. That wasn't a tag. (laughs) I know. That was dumb. That was dumb of me. But out of my dumbness, we have learned, came Fifty Shades of Denim. At some point. And then came so many other gifts. This thing. Right. And so (laughs) we're learning. Anyway, I read some other, um, uh, like, Olympics RPF where it would be... Oh, yeah. Was was there any, like, popular standouts in the Olympics RPF? Yeah, there was a lot of, um... I would say it was like very like Rio Olympics, like all of the like swimmers from Rio, mm. and so it was like Ryan Lochte, like that, Michael that, Phelps, like 20... some of the I can't remember the diet. It's like all of oh, the people who 16, 16. Sure. Yeah. Yes. The last yeah, 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 yeah. Before this one. Oh yeah, it feels like ten years happened during the it pandemic. Does. <laughs> I literally was almost like twenty twelve, and I was like, no, that happened after I was. In I college. was about to say I was like the two thousand eight <laughs> no. Olympics, and I was like, no, <laughs> also not that. No, <laughs> no, that's so many Olympics that's ago. So many ago. 
Um, Beijing? Okay. Yeah, like the swimmers make sense. They were all yes. very tall. And so it was like, it was a bunch of like the famous, I don't think anyone really got paired together. It's that there was a bunch of famous Olympians that it was like a college AU where they were all like at a frat party uh-huh. and like acting like themselves, but youth, more youthful. And um, so that was pretty fun. But um, then I got very invested in this one, which okay. is a, which is also a figure skating RPF. <gasps> Tanya Harding? No. Damn it! <laughs> this is Scott Moore and Tessa Virtue. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Which okay. you might recognize as this beautiful Canadian couple. I was going to say, are they a pair, a pair skater? They are a pair skater. Because all they of them are... are gay and non pair Oh, no. He is straight. He oh, is married wow. to someone else. Wait, what uh, country are they from? Canada. Oh, they they're look a... familiar. Yeah, they're a very popular... I feel like if I looked up their routine, I would remember their routine. Because yes. the faces are never... Um, in my brain they're a very popular couple everyone loved them because they have are they an actual couple no it's that there was rumors that they were a couple because they're so sexual on the Um, ice look at those pictures look at those eyes oh no it's that their chemistry is they're putting the sexuality in Parasite it's that and it's that and so everyone was like and I don't remember if they did date I I read about this a while ago. It's that I think they maybe did date, mm-hmm. but then didn't. And he is like now married to someone else, and she Ooh, is spicy. like, and she's like happy for him. And I I think they're retired now. Yeah. Um. But um. This is banking on that chemistry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> More yes. than shipping someone maybe who they just in their brain are like. I bet these two would go together. No. Yeah. This, this has some actual. Real this is like yes. This is like um. You know they've been skating together since they were you know, babies. Oh, it's always like and... when they're six and eight or something insane. Yes. So it's, yeah, they've been skating together for... Up really young. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the fig I brought is um, Scott and Tessa, and uh, the fig is called Somebody's Love by okay. Penny Penny in New York City. I hadn't heard back at the time of this recording, but uh, what I have brought for you here... Oh, there's it's the lemon in it. I was like, what is in that? Weird um, is that uh, so I've brought you a gold medal. And Ooh. so it is a so it's Goldschlager, rum, some Ooh. lemon, and um I forget how strong Goldschlager smells. I know, right. Because it is so adjacent to Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's not. It's a whisper away from Fireball. It's a fancy, fancy fireball. Oh, and then a little bit of um orange bitters. So Ooh. Okay. Ooh, that's really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I didn't think the citrus would go with the yeah. citrus or with the cinnamon, but like I can't really taste the citrus. It's just no. like a hint. Yeah, it's like it's like it's the am- bitters. The bitters yeah, come yeah. through more. It's like um, good. no, it's like spicy. Um, I have to incorporate gold slugger into my drinks more because I really like it, and I forget mm-hmm. that I like it until I put it in stuff. Right. Mm. It's that. I think some of it is like I don't know any rail drinks with gold slugger, and so I'm not experienced <laughs> gold in like. And- Soda. It's that I wouldn't know what I wouldn't know how. Ooh, it burns on the way down. Yeah, it's Ooh, a, buddy. Hello, that'd be the cinnamon. Yeah. Um, so here we. So uh, have these two won a gold medal? Do you happen to know? Let me check. I, I want to like, say. Maybe? Being answers who became the first North Americans to win the Olympic gold medal in ice dancing. Oh, ice dancing. When they triumphed okay, in the 2010 Olympic Winter Games. Okay, because ice dancing is also different games. than figure skating. Yes. Which is also a whole other, like, yes. weird subset of skills. Yes. That's what, really only thing that I know is that they get to wear the long skirts. Yes. And here, the top <laughs> questions are, are Tessa, are Tessa and Scott a couple? <laughs> and then, um, Ooh. it's that he, he is, a, it's that uh, very few engagement announcements stirred the souls of Canadians as that of figure skating ice champion, Scott Moore. That's because he isn't betrothed to his longtime skating partner, Tessa Virtue. Uh, 
Knowing uh, literally only two people that pair skate in real life. And he's engaged to his first pair's partner. What? No, but that's why they can't be a pair because that's yeah. too that's yeah. too incestuous, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to be like yes. partner like life partners that are platonic. You yes. have to be like siblings. And they're still friends, but you know, they live more separate yeah. lives. It now. is weird that they're so sexual in their routines. Yeah. Here it's But it's I not. know that's a thing to like gain intrigue. Yes, whatever. it's a that adds to the, the, th- the watch levels, yes. honestly. Like, yeah. It's just for the views. But yeah, there's like an article here it's from like page. The Ringer, an unnecessarily close read of the <laughs> Virtue More relationship. It's that I feel like I read this like there's months ago. a lot of people ago. thinking about this pair. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so the summary. Uh, you can count the times it happened on one of your hands. It's summer. The it first... Kissed. Yeah. The, Ooh. Here we go. I think so. It's summer, the first time, humid and sticky, and according to the staticky radio playing in the background, the hottest uh, Canada has seen since 1952, it somehow feels right to lose your virginity to him in the back of his brother's pickup truck. Oh! Under, under the stars and a full moon, not a cloud in sight. Just like all the naive girls in those coming-of-age novels your sister used to read. You are 16, and he's 17, going on 18. You know exactly what this brought to mind for me? Is that fucking Folgers incest commercial fic that you made me read where it was like, <laughs> I knew I had to lose my virginity, so why not my brother? Like, uh, your parents partner <laughs> seems like that guy, but less fucked up, where it's like, well, I have to lose my virginity to someone I trust, so why not my partner? Why not? You're like, <laughs> we see each other every who's day. Who's a boy, which in theory I'd be attracted to, I'm just not. <laughs> and, it's, and it seems <laughs> like a... you're my weird brother. Well, the other part is it seems almost like an easier ask. To be like in all of those original movies I love to watch, where they're like, where it's much easier to just be like, "Hey, um, let's just two birds one stone it." I don't have feelings, so. And we're also skating forty hours a week on top of our school, so like we're not hanging out with anybody. Yeah, you want to just uh, don't catch feelings. Try it. Yeah, let's. Why not? Let's practice fucking. <laughs> let's practice fucking. Oh um, my god, that's really funny. So okay. somebody's love. I am into it. Right. Get it. You can count. I'll be like, let's let's get in. You are 16 and he's 17, going on 18. Feels right. You think your heart could burst out of your body because of how fast it's beating, and you feel weirdly self-conscious, wondering if he can feel the quick and loud thumps coming from the middle of your chest. He can. He can. <laughs> he's laying on you. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as he lies down next to you, you don't have to wonder anymore, because you surely can feel his, under the feather-light touch of your hand, beating just as fast as yours. You shiver when his lips graze your neck and leave a warm trail on every inch of your skin they touch as he kisses his way down your body, sweetly and hungrily all at the same time, while his eager yet inexperienced hands try to memorize every single one of your curves and edges, and every spot that makes you whimper with anticipation. This is not semen cream. I was gonna say, he also is... I was I was gonna argue that he does have experienced hands, but I guess ice skating is not like a handsy sport. So mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, he's all leg. <laughs> he's just touching. His hands do not. He doesn't know what he's doing. Your breath catches in your throat as naked as naked underneath him. Your pale skin looking even paler under the moonlight. You nod, and that's all the encouragement he needs. It's a wonder how perfect it feels and how in sync you are, considering it's your first time. Yeah, it's, you've been together for right? probably ten years right? now. Though. Yeah, basically. Your bodies know each other. Your bodies recognize each other. <laughs> you know each other, not in a biblical way, but you do now, I in guess. A, in a frozen way. In a frozen, icy way. Your body's tangled on <laughs> the ice. Like, oh my god, okay. You know how my brain just goes places sometimes? I would yes. rewrite this fic, but like... They try to have sex, and, like, maybe it's a little awkward, and they're not sure why, and so they put on ice skates and, like, 
do it on the ice. I would to put, be like, let's channel our feelings that we had in our last Olympic trial. And I would be like, let's just put on our um like our competition music and then just like Ooh, actually that's really funny. To get like your bodies in the right bag. And they have to go through the like sexy motions of the weird. Yes, but you're just like rolling around on top to of do. the bed. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's yeah. all the right choreography, yeah. but just like not on skates anymore. But also with the ice skates on. Yeah. Ripping up that Dangerous. Back. Ripping up the backseat of your brother's pickup. Yikes. <laughs> Why is my leather all cut up? Um, no reason. I don't know. <laughs> we left our skates rattling around in the back. And then we hit a deer and it hit the skates and they we, slid off. The we rescued a dog, leather. but it was actually a wolf. And it kicked the skates across the leather. <laughs> A lot. We put the skates on the dog. It was a bad choice. I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, Don't ask me about it anymore. Bye. No more questions. No more questions. This press conference is over. This first time deserves to be more awkward. Mm -hmm. Like all of ours were. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't get to have a nice first time. No. And even if you thought it was a nice time, later you will. Unrealistic. You'll later realize it was not. You gotta, like, once you have more experience, it should better clarify. You can't comment on your own first time for at least five years. Yep. And then be like, wow, that was... mm." (laughs) You love how his voice, slow and full of emotion, whispers your name over and over again in your ear until you're both too spent to move. It's then, as he envelopes you in his arms, that he... Envelopes. (laughs) Envelopes. Envelopes. He's not a piece of paper. Envelopes you. <laughs> envelops. Envelops you in his arms. Then he looks you in the eyes, his breath warm on your cheek. Tessa, I. You interrupt him, letting... Oh, no. <laughs> you interrupt him, letting the tip of your thumb gently run on his lower lip. Scott, don't. He catching feelings. And he doesn't. After that night, whenever the topic of first time comes up with your friends, you let your memory go back to that moment. You always realize you cannot really relate to any of the horrific stories of the other girls who are so willing to share over sugar-filled fruit-flavored wine coolers and, <laughs> and okay. cheap... Okay, we're back in. We're back into the realism. <laughs> that is exactly what would happen. To share over sugar-filled fruit-flavored wine coolers and cheap apple ciders giggling and shrugging it all off as if it weren't a big deal after all. You sit there thinking about how perfect and how right everything had felt for you, how well your bodies had fit together. You could feel a heaviness on your chest that you couldn't quite comprehend. A part of you wishes you had a story that resembled more the ones of your friends than one of those sappy country songs Scott listens to. Even now, whenever you find yourself thinking about it, you still have mixed feelings about that night. After all, that's when it all started, really. The night when every line your parents and your coaches and your therapists had carefully set for you (laughs) and your partnership had become blurry. Mm -hmm. You had felt a little guilty after it happened that first time, not because of what you had done, but because of the why, but because at the wise age of 17, you really (laughs) italicized wise age. You really thought sex could be just sex. Yeah, I was going to say, because I immediately, instead of being like, oh, during the sex, I'd be like, oh, this is my ice skating partner. I feel like every time we went on, like, the ice, I'd be like, I've had sex with this man. Yep. <laughs> like, I, it, that's what it would be. <laughs> yep. Every time it, like, he touches any part of you during this routine, you'd be like, we had sex. We had sex. <laughs> Shouting into your own brain. Ah! Ah! The second time it happens, you know you've caught him off guard. Oh, no, wait. Oh, I got it. Okay, it happens less than five. That's all we know. Yep, yep, yep. You're barely off your stupid and inconvenient crutches, feeling alone and betrayed and fragile and broken, and you hate feeling every single one of these things. 
You show up unannounced to a small one-story house in, in Canton after an abnormally, abnormally long bus ride from London to Michigan. You want to yell at him as he, as he opens his door wearing his stupid knight's jersey and sweatpants that are too long on him. You just push him inside instead, slamming the heavy wooden door behind you, your hands fisting in his hair, your mouth on his, biting his lower lip, drawing blood. There's nothing gentle in the way you kiss him that, that second time, nor in the way he reciprocates, with such desperation and rawness. Every single one of your movements reeks of anger and resentment, and for the first time since your surgery, you feel alive again, even without a sheet of fresh ice underneath your feet. You fuck him on your couch. Oh my god. <laughs> Hard, straddling oh. him with your dress still on. With a broken leg. Only the top three buttons opened, your breasts bare in his hands, and his sweatpants. Wait, how old are they now? Do we know? <laughs> this, this feels older. Yes, I think they're older. This feels like 20s at they least. Right. His sweatpants and your underwear rolled down to his ankles, a smile of, a smile a smiling photo of him and his current girlfriend quietly witnessing the scene oh, from no. the small coffee table in the middle of his living room. He doesn't last long, and neither do you. You're still straddling him, his cock buried inside you, your breath short and labored, when he gently pushes a loose strand of hair behind your ears with a softness that makes your heart ache. I'm it's this is still not I remember it not being steam and cream graphic, but some I apologize to our our listeners if some of these words are getting in in your your head. She had corrective surgery for her leg at nineteen, mm. which I'm like that's still a little uh, so like two years. That later. is that is a that is a desperation yeah. of an older woman to yes. to fuck with your whole dress on. Yeah. But nineteen is not uh, nineteen that bad. And Josie, if you need to um, bleep any of the words cock, 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 then do what you must. I read the folders and says commercial on the main feed. You're, you're right. Fun. You're right. It's that. It's that after that before we had the page ramp. That's cool. true. It's real. It's really, and none of this is um, fits into more the graphic nature of Stephen Green. But anyway. absolutely. Not. Anyway. They're on the, they're fucking on the yeah. couch. What's going on? He gently pushes a loose strand of hair behind your ear with a softness that makes your heart ache. Oh. You stand up, realization of what you have just done finally down, uh, dawning sound, on you. That did sound bare bones. Yes. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have had. Don't. He interrupts you. And you can see his hazel eyes are trying to conceal a sadness that is so uncharacteristically stigot. He loves her. So you don't. You reckon you should feel uh. guiltier that second time. But truth is, mm. you don't. Not really. You never ask about how he feels. Me. <laughs> you're, you're afraid he might say it was a mistake. You should feel guilty about having sex with that man, but you don't. <laughs> you don't. But truth is, you don't. Real, real 19-year-old me has come to the service. Oh, oh thank God. We are channel. in those days. Oh, man. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, adulthood comes with so many cons, but so many pros. Sometimes I forget. Some sometimes I forget amongst the taxes and the paperwork and the that we have foresight now. <laughs> yes, and the having to monitor your blood pressure. It's like ah, you know, there are still many <laughs> pros that there came with pros age. To being a uh, twenty-nine. We uh we over fetish. Wait, you're not twenty-nine yet. No, <laughs> August. I just assume everyone is exactly my age. See, this is like remember on the Patreon we made a joke about vampires that if you and I were vampires, I would for you would forever be like, well, Claire, when you're my age. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like three months older than Claire. <laughs> and with those three months comes yeah. a lot of life experience. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously, I'm clearly so much more mature than you. I'm Le married. <laughs> Leave in the comments who you thought was the more old and mature one. <laughs> yes, let us know on Twitter. 
The drive back from Canton to London is quiet. Scott keeps under the speed limit as if he's carrying a precious cargo, his fingers intertwined with yours in the middle of the two seats, his thumb tracing distracted patterns on the palm of your hand. When he stops a block away from your parents' house, the kiss he gives you bears no trace of anger or resentment. That's when you start feeling like yourself again. You think karma has punished you through the years for that second indiscretion. All the galas and the banquets and the after parties and those shared hotel rooms mm. where he had to look at his girlfriend in the eyes. Wait, what? Oh, that's rude. Remember? He's with his... Um, I know, but it's rude for whoever is booking them yeah. to make them yeah. all stay in one hotel room. Right. Like, they probably want to... At, at the very least, you'd think him and his girlfriend would want to be alone and, like, maybe have sex on this day where they get to be away right, from right. their city or whatever. right. When I've had to travel for business, Rude. I do not have to ch- share a room. Oh, I've had to, and it's the I'm like I was offended. I had to. I've talked about this murder mystery company on the podcast like forever, oh, yeah. a million million years ago. But at one point, like I had to go with like one man, like it was <gasps> what? two. It was because like usually it's one, the man is like the detective main character, sure. and also sure, he's sure. the one who dies. Yeah. Like, so he puts on a different costume and comes back in. And then the woman is, like, the one who's been there the whole time. So, like, it'll be the assistant to the main character that died. Or, like, some yeah, yeah, yeah. the party planner of the big wedding that we're having right now or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so there needs to be two, and it's usually a man and a woman. And I, we went out of town and drove there. And then it was me and him in a, in a hotel room. And I was like, ah. Not okay. Not okay. I don't know this man. I don't know this man. Are we ch- so cheap that I couldn't get my own room? And I've traveled with men. You need your own space from them. Yeah, they're a lot. They and also, a lot. like, I don't want to sleep in the same room as you. If Agreed. I with anyone that I don't know. Agreed. Like, a woman I'd be more comfortable. But, like, eh, not, I don't have to, still. Yeah. yeah, I don't have to share a room with Common women courtesy, I travel with. But it's, no. That seems like it should be the standard. Where you had to look at his girlfriend in the eyes, make small talk, yeah. and smile through gritted teeth. All you could picture then was her smiling face next to Scott's in that cheap, blue, glossy frame on his oval coffee table. Every time the two of you had crossed paths and you found yourself alone with each other in a hotel hallway Ugh. or in the ladies' room, you would always uh. have to half expected her to corner you and tell you she knew what you had done, what an awful person that made you, but she never did. Still, you're kind of glad when she fi- when she's finally out of the picture. Ugh. It's a it's a late Saturday night when the third time happens. Oh no! You had had a good week of training, and you are celebrating the typical Tessa Virtue fashion. A glass of wine rested on a large lacquer coaster in your pristine kitchen counter, vintage. and Roman Holiday is playing on your brand new flat screen TV. So vintage! I love that. Okay, Th- that's a vibe. That's a vibe. Also, in another callback, this is like the sexual counter to Peter Mollock's farm favorite things to bake where they fuck fat. Yes. Um, five favorite, th- Peter Mollock's five favorite things that make you cry. And this is uh, five times. The five times I got horny for my pair's partner. <laughs> I fucked him. And you know what? I'm more emotionally prepared for this. Yes. You've had a good week of training, and you're celebrating in typical Tessa Virtue fashion. A glass of wine rested, rests on an orange lacquer coaster on your pristine kitchen counter, mm. and Roman Holiday is playing on your brand new flat screen TV. My kind of girl. The faint knocking takes you by surprise at first, but in the short amount of time it takes you to cover the small distance between the kitchen and the living room, you figure out who is waiting for you on the other side of your front door, and you already know exactly what he wants. It's never been a a ceremonious ritual between the two of you. No sexy lingerie or preludes made of candlelit dinners and expensive bottles of champagne. His lips are on yours as soon as you let him in and close the door behind him. You quickly lose yourself in the familiar touch of his hands and his tongue. Get 
Into it. I love it. There's no anger this time, no resentment, but you can tell from the hurried way he unbuttons his silky blue pajama top that wait, this- Wait, he came over in pajamas? I think you're- wait, yes. Yes, you're at your house. I forgot. Wow, interessante. Right? <laughs> oh. I'm like a man coming over in full pajamas being like, I was thinking a lot about you while I was in my own bed and I didn't even have time to change. Didn't even have time to change. Um, but you can tell from the hurried way he unbuttons your silky, your silky blue oh, pajama okay. top that this It'd is be some. Funnier if it was his. I agree. <laughs> he should... Wait, wait. Just the idea of you opening a door and a man being there and then starting to unbutton his own clothes to be like, I need a thing right now. Let's go. So few people ring my doorbell. I'd be like the DoorDash man, like. <laughs> started undressing i'd be like what are you doing I, d- I didn't ask for this go home go Sorry. home the hurried way he unbuttons your silky blue pajama top that is something he's been wanting to do for a while you lead him to your bedroom feeling oddly like a grown-up he takes his time this his tongue hot on your breasts your pink nipples pebbling at the touch his fingers expertly teasing you between your legs Ooh. his mouth sucking as your swollen clit bring claire this is not the patreon that <laughs> is too far bleep wow. that out bleep Bleep, bleep, bleep. I'm sorry. Dude, I don't remember any of this. I mean, I do. I remember reading this, but I don't know why I thought this was appropriate for the regular stream. You forgot where we were. I forgot where we were. It's so good. I just was like, we gotta, we gotta put <laughs> we it gotta. on. I can't stop thinking about you, he says right before he buries himself deep inside you, in one swift move, making you gasp. Your fingernail scratches back, your legs wrap around him as he goes deeper, making you moan and sigh, and it feels so good you have to bite your own shell you have to bite your own shell gasp down. He somehow always known how you want to be fucked, as he owned a detailed Wait, map. We gotta play that out. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> it's again, I it's that I think it's in when I read this, I was like, Oh, it's yeah. not as it's not as graphic as it could be. Okay, <laughs> I don't remember where I am because of these bleeps. Uh, you were talking about a clip. So uh, I can't. That I found it. I can't stop thinking about you. He says right before he buries himself deep inside you in one oh. swift move, making you gasp. Your fingernails scratch your his back. Your legs wrap around him as he goes deeper, making you moan and sigh. And it feels so damn good. You have to bite your own shallow gasp down. He somehow somehow always knows how you want to be fucked, as he as if he owned a detailed map of your body since he was a che- teenager. Yes, he's your partner. That's what he does. Partner in life. He knows your body. Just pals. He knows how well you can do an axle. He knows a lot of things about your body. <laughs> he can lift you so high. He knows exactly how much you weigh. Yes, he knows where your hip bones are because he has to <clears throat> lift them so he doesn't... Use them as a lifting mechanism. So he doesn't crush your liver and kill you. <laughs> That's some intimacy, my friend. Accurate. Could you say those guys on the apps know where your liver is? They do not. They do not. They will grab for your hip and be like, shit, that's your whole ass rib cage. I did not expect you to be so tall. Right. Here they go being all like, let's dirty dance this. And they don't know how to lift you and they crush your spleen. It'll be just like at my wedding where my friend Bomber tried to get lifted by her boyfriend during, I have the time of my life. And then six other people had to help because my boyfriend did not know how to lift her. I helped because I have seen people do that in acro and so I was like lift at the hips yes and I was like you gotta lift your heels 
And I was like, both of you have to commit. No more. Neither of you are committing. Yeah, I was like, the reason you're not doing it is that he's got to actually lift with his legs and you have to like pretend like he's actually going to lift you and you not keep your feet. swan. Yeah, you got to lock Arch your back. Lock your core. Lock your core. A friend of mine actually did the lift at her wedding. That was part of her dance. As she should have. Right. They met. Commit to the bit. Right. Otherwise, you're going to just injure yourself. And then six other people are going to crowd around you and the song has already ended and it's a different song by the time you actually get lifted into the air, which was very funny. Save a horse, ride was a cowboy. Was that song? No, I don't God, think that was. was I don't it was basically it was. that. Let's pretend that's what it was. The DJ did not commit to save a horse, ride a cowboy. I still think about it because he only played it for a minute and probably only I was dancing to it. And so he's like, we got to pick a different song. I don't but remember I, that at all. It was at the very end and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, excuse me, I was I'm dancing. at that point. <laughs> and I was like, I'm dancing to save a horse, ride a cowboy. Let me Sir. have this. Sir. I'm the only single bridesmaid. Let me have Let this. Let me have this. I want to dance to save a horse, ride a cowboy. My brother was also a single bridesmaid, so. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. It's female. I was the only, uh. Um, two. <laughs> there was only. <laughs> Fun fact for anyone who's listening, Josie and Claire were my only bridesmaids. <laughs> Josie was not editing the podcast at the time. I do not have any more friends. <laughs> Back to the sex. Anyway. <laughs> You're relieved his knowledge doesn't extend to mind reading, because sometimes your own thoughts are a scary place, even for your, to yourself. As you both climax, he holds you close, kissing oh. your neck, your jaw, and finally your lips. All right. The emotions you see in his eyes as he runs his hands through your hair, caressing oh. the sides of your face with his thumbs, scare you in a way very few things have scared you before in your life. You think you're not equipped to deal with that, with what you feel his eyes are asking of you, and you quickly disentangle yourself from his strong and familiar grasp, sitting straight on the edge of the uh, on the edge of your double bed, your naked back to him. His hands trace the length of your spine, light and reverent, and you whisper under his touch, craving more, but at the same time too afraid to surrender to it. Scott, your tone is flat. Oh wait, Scott. <laughs> Just in the middle of sex. Scott. No, she's sitting on the end of... Sex is complete. Oh, you, they both climax. This is post-coitus. Scott. Scott. You so feel the... Weird. Scott. Totally is a little out of place. Yeah. You feel the bed moving under you as he sits up and his arms sneak around your naked body. One of his warm, strong hands landing on your breast. T, he whispers in the shell of your ear as he lazily lets his thumb and index play with your hardening nipple. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lazily. Please, just come back to bed. Lazily. Play with your nipple. Beep, beep, beep. You don't reply. You just stand up and look at your pajama top in the pile of discarded clothes, sitting on the floor by the feet of your bed. You quickly recover yourself as you find it, and only then turn to Scott. You notice the hurt in his eyes. It takes all your strength not to run back into the warmth of his arms, and not to let yourself say these three words you can... So you can see he's so desperate to hear, I love you. <laughs> and not let yourself say those three words you can see he's so desperate to hear coming from you. Please get out. <laughs> Tessa, you don't understand. I love... Stop, Scott. No, <laughs> Scott. You yell at him. Yell he, sw- at he swallows hard and his shocked and deflated expression is like a kick in the gut. You look away, the guilt making it impossible for you to keep watching him as he gets out of your bed and slowly gets dressed. You lock yourself in the bathroom and only get back out when you hear your front door closing behind him. Ooh. 
If you had a time machine, you know this is the one moment in the past you'd go back to. To say you love him. You wouldn't use it to fix any of your poorly executed programs during competitions, nor to make better coaching decisions, nor to tell your past self to stop overworking your legs, and to take it just a little easier on yourself. Relatable. No. Right? We're all critiquing ourselves. We're all doing okay. We're all saying, God damn it, why did I do that to my legs? My legs do hurt today, so yes. Oh no, yeah. As a yeah, I had leg day yesterday. <sighs> leg day, man, it really gets you. The squats. You know, with absolute certainty, you go back to this very moment when you were twenty-three and still too young to understand how rare it was to share that kind of intimacy and connection with someone. True. And you would not get out of that bed. You would lie on it with him, run your hands over his soft dark hair, kiss him like your life depended on it, and tell him, tell him with every beautiful yet confusing feeling bubbling inside you make the axis of your world shift and terrify and terrifying the shit out of you tell him you love him the fourth time it happens it's late afternoon it's already getting dark because it's one of those unforgiving long canadian winters and you both had a long morning of post-olympic press that had completely worn you out mentally you wave the tv crew off with a small unpolite smile and then run the small distance from the i did a Ilderton. Ilderton. From the Ilderton Arena to the familiar house that sits just a few yards behind it. You sneakily climb up from the precarious, ice-covered drainpipe, opening the window to his childhood bedroom and landing on the carpeted floor with an unceremonious thud. He laughs at at the scene unfolding right in front of his bed and stands up to reach over and help you back up to your feet. You're still wearing your silver medal around your neck from the latest solo interview you had to do. There's still heavy makeup on your eyes, and your hair falls in big curls on your plaid-covered shoulders. Very Canadian. You hug him, burying your face in the crook of his neck, as he soothingly runs his hands up and down your sides. The familiarity scares you, but you can't stay away. Your hands cup his face, and you kiss him softly. Mm. Kissing Scott consumes you like a fire you had no interest in extinguishing, and you want more. You grip the hem of his sweatshirt, and he lifts his arms so you can take it off. You run your hands on his naked torso, your fingers tracing the outline of his well-defined muscles as he unbuttons your Team Canada plaid-patterned shirt. You reach around your neck, starting to lift the ribbon holding the disappointing piece of silver that keeps reminding you of your shortcomings, but his hands stop you. Keep it on. Uh, Oh my god, this is a Stephen Kramer speed. This is a Stephen Kramer. Also, I wish they were saying, like, how far apart these instances were. Like, I want to be like... 2008, 2011, like, because I think it's more fun to be like, oh, they keep, like, re-colliding every, like, you know, couple of years. Like, yeah. Because it, it was it, 17. With it being so blah, 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 it's like, oh, yeah. they're just, like, fucking. It was 17, 19, I 23. Is... Ooh, okay, a little bit of time, and then and now... some other amount of time. Yes. Well, they went back to the Olympics. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. He removes your shirt, unhooks your bra, unbuttons your pants, and peels them down your legs along your lacy black thong. You just stand there in front of him, fully naked except for the cold piece of metal resting in the middle of your chest. Not flattering. He drops to his knees and spreads your legs apart, just as that mouth is on you, hot, experienced, hungry. You gasp as he sucks on your clit. Where? <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> Uh, and try we're to on be- the fourth time. There can only be at the maximum one more time. Right, and I, I think we're, it's, it looks like there's a fifth time. Yep. But then we're done. It's That's a very, sh- it's a very short fifth time. Uh, you gasp as he sucks on your clit, and you try to balance yourself better by resting your hands on his head, grabbing onto his soft hair. It doesn't take him long before he has you, 
Before he has you shaking under his touch, waves of pleasure running through your body. He has to hold on to your wobbly legs so you don't fall onto the floor as you climax. He kisses you and you can taste yourself in his mouth. He effortlessly lifts you and gently lays you on the soft mattress, turning you around. He gets rid of his sweatpants and his boxer briefs, and you can feel his erection pressing against your back. <laughs> Great. <laughs> exactly where I want an erection. <laughs> on my back. <laughs> I'm just still like, wow, this, again, such, a, such an advertisement for steam and cream to think that it gets raunchier. Way more raunchy. It's that I'm reading this and I'm like, no, the ones on steam, the ones on the Patreon are way raunchier, but like, damn. We haven't done something that's raunchy in a while on the main feed. Yeah, I think that's it. So this is for this goes out to all of you who have um, not subscribed to our Patreon and still e- have some feelings. $5. Remember, my friends, that our Patreon is still out there. He brings you closer to the black wooden frame of his bed, your hands holding onto the edge of it. He pushes into you slowly, and you sigh at the warming and satisfying feeling of fullness you get from that angle. He pulls out excruciatingly slow, and you sigh at the loss until he pulls... He pushes back into you hard, taking you by surprise. Your metal dangles, hitting the headboard. It's that I, th- I how think. Did, wait, what? How does it hit the headboard? He's the metal. The literal. She must metal. be on top. She. Oh, okay. Sure, 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 sure. She must be on top. Great. Good. Because in Just order for it to dangle, to swing that much. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's on top, it, yeah. both metaphorically and physically. Good. Because she got a silver medal at the Olympics. Wouldn't have he also got I think she did the... Maybe she did this individually. What? Maybe all of that things about how it was like, do they not compete individually was a sham. I'll go while you read. Continue. All right. You turn around to look at him, a shocked look on your face, eyebrows raised, and you see him grinning like a satisfied child. He fucks you... I don't like the word of Child. Child. Cat. You can use cat. Cat with a canary, sure. He fucks you from behind, and the sound of the metal repeatedly hitting the headboard of his bed is a background crescendo soundtrack to your coupling. A part of you almost wishes someone would just burst in, worried about the unpleasant noise the piece of metal around your neck is producing whenever it comes in contact with the wooden board, just so you'd be forced to talk about this. This... what? You have trouble defining whatever it is that you're doing when it comes to you and Scott and your partnership. Definitions have never been easy, and you know you're partially to blame for it. For the first time since this all began, you realize you want to talk about it. You need to. But nobody bursts through the door, so when you're done, you just quickly get cleaned up and dressed, forcing a smile past your lips. You plant a chaste kiss to the corner of his mouth before opening his window again, sliding down the drainpipe and leaving cowardly. You find it somewhat ironic how accurate such a quick exit is when it comes to representing this unspoken dynamic between the two of you. You getting out of Scott's window like a thief after stealing another piece of him. You feel like you've stolen so many pieces of him over the years, but have never given him anything in return. That fourth encounter doesn't bring any new development or miraculous clarity to your complicated situation. But from that day on, you start looking at your silver medal with a newfound fondness. Um, I think... When I was reading this the first time, I was just really feeling the, like, angst of, like, jockness yeah. because all of the fucking is, like, related to, like, sports angst. And so I was like, of course, this makes sense to the plot. Yeah. This is not smutty. The only silver medals they've gotten is in team figure skating or team ice dance. That is, this so must be a silver. She that just they got happened to, to be wearing it for like a press tour. Yes. She, it's she, not she, that she got one and he did not. Yes, yes, yes. All right, all right. They also got gold 
later. Aww. The fifth time it happens, it takes you by surprise. The last time! It's been over four years since the last time. Oh, God. And you okay. really thought you They're had... almost 30. Right? And Shit. You, and you really thought you had left that part of your life in the past, along with questionable dye jobs and bright pink tank halter tops. He knocks on your hotel room door, a bottle of red wine under his arm, and a soft smile on his face. You pour him a glass and then pour one for yourself. You cheer, clinking your plastic cup to his, celebrating the end of the tour, and suddenly you fall quiet. You know you are expected to make a formal announcement regarding your retirement once you get back to Canada to confirm what people have been speculating since you won gold in Pyongyang. Pyongyang? Pyongyang. Your eyes unexpectedly fill with tears. You hate crying, but you think that maybe this is just the way your body deals uh, deals when it can't contain all those emotions you always feel so deeply and can't keep bottled up inside for one second longer. All your feelings and all your fears come pouring out of your green eyes, like wild rivers of water through a broken dam. In a second, he's holding you in his arms, full of... Cons- the oh. last time's gonna have emotions. Yes. In a second. They're gonna he, tell each other they love each they're other. Gonna, they're gonna tell them that they love each other and that it's gonna break them. Maybe. We'll see. In a second, he's holding you in his arms, full of concern. You let him. He runs his hands up and down your back, his voice whispering comforting words in your ear. You touch your forehead to his, his hands, your hands resting on the back of his neck. He dries your tears with his thumb, and you can't help yourself. Your lips find his, and the salty taste of your tears make the kiss feel even more desperate than it already is. You know his body. You've spent most of your life latched onto it on the ice. But undressing him in the dim light of your hotel room, in the middle of Tokyo, somehow feels like the first time. Like the very first time. Your fingers tremble, and when your eyes meet his, you feel, if I knew any more of the words, Like the very first time. Feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. I don't know the other <laughs> Yeah, if I knew any more words, I would continue. But, sure, uh, sure, 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 sure. Your fingers tremble, and your eyes meet his. You see all your fears and emotions reflected in those hazel pools. He takes his time, driving you crazy. And when he finally gives in to your pleas and pushes into you, you feel your heart skipping a beat. His hands find yours, and your fingers intertwine. Uh-huh. He fucks you slowly, gently, in a way that makes you... <laughs> Not the Patreon. This is the last time. <laughs> Never again. It's the final countdown for the Continue. Did I say they love each other or not? They will. Don't. Just you wait. Oh, God. He fucks you slowly. Gently. In a way that makes your heart ache. Uh-huh. And when you both climax together, you know you have never felt more, more whole. Mm. He, you're overwhelmed by everything you're feeling, and you finally get it. Scott, you say, scupping his face in your hands, the tip of your nose touching his. I love you. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> finally, release. It's easy. It's simple. And for the first time, you say these, these three words to a man. It doesn't feel like a victory you're oh. conceding to someone else. Oh. He looks at you, his eyes wide and mouth agape. Tears pool at the corner of his eyes and he smiles. I love you, Tessa. I always have. It only took ten years and five fucks. <laughs> right. It took five fucks to get you here. You feel silly for being so afraid of something so simple, so fulfilling, so perfect. You've been striving for perfection your whole life, and you never let yourself notice this perfect thing that was right under your nose, waiting for you to open your eyes and your heart and just let it in. I love you, I love you, I love you. 
He laughs. I don't, you don't think you'll ever get sick of saying those simple three words to him. I don't know why it took me so long, you whisper. Your lips, your lips hovering over his, your hands running through his long hair. You can count the times it happened on one of your hands. Five times. It took you five times and 20 years. And that's just a small detail. <laughs> to realize you don't have to give him your love. That you didn't have to give him your love. He already had that. You just had to learn how to accept his. Finn. <laughs> and for the record, um, they're not together. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, they probably have fucked uh, at some point, but th- this uh, timeline is not accurate. Don't sue us. Thanks. <laughs> RPF fanfic is made up, it's guys. Fanfic. Well, that I I was uh, <laughs> tempted to ask you how many creams that got, but this is not Patreon. <sighs> Uh, so instead, it's that somehow, some way, it's that as much as I read that, I kept being like, "Oh my goodness, is this the steam?" Because it cream? kept. It was yeah. It was just like the s- small bits of each piece. It's that as much as there was like a couple. It was of, more about the the connection. It was more the about the relationship. Which like, but. This was on the hairy edge of being steam it and took cream. Six years of. Very intermittent having sex to be like I love you. <laughs> so if you're thinking, so to, sure. So if you're thinking to yourself, I want more of this again. I like that again, pitch the Patreon without the bleeps. But um, and I, I don't mean to like be pitch the Patreon that much. I just was shocked. I didn't remember how sexual how this was. They had sex five times, and that was the premise of the entire fic. <laughs> that it was thirty five hundred words of uh, just sex. Of just and somehow them that working was, up to having sex. And somehow that wasn't again and again and again and again. Right. Somehow that didn't classify it as a Stephen Cream episode. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's they, fine. It's fine. Claire, what? Uh, where do you want me to go from here? You know, the we old... have two more episodes of the regular season, and then we're gonna do our finale. And I feel like the only way to <sighs> left turn out of this very erotic sports world that we have found ourselves in. The Olympic Village is just being covered in condoms. It's not my fault. It's just a very sexual place. It is. All they you're do is wrong. bone. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm like intrigued. And what was it? There was even, like, a BuzzFeed episode where, like, the BuzzFeed correspondent, like, had her Tinder open and was, like, matching. During the Olympic Village? Yes, it yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah, matching yeah, yeah. with, like, Olympians. Hell yeah. Anyway, the point is, the only way the that I can, that? like, I can pour a bucket of cold-ass water. Take a cold shower. Like, over myself. <laughs> steer us as far away from the Patreon so that we don't need to make questionable choices of what gets in, what gets out. Because we have... We're riding the line. We're riding the line. Is this edging? Yes. This was edging. Yes. This was podcast edging. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the only way to dash out of the edge Uh is to uh, delve into a world that um, I'm not as into. Uh, Okay. (laughs) And I know you're into, so I know you'll find something good. Okay. But um, it's that... I know you, Grace, are very into, like, the horror genre. Yes. And I think that would be a bucket of cold water Ooh, you would think, head. but... 
You're right. You're right. Sure, if I wanted to, I could find something sexy, but like, we will, we'll left turn. We'll left turn for Claire's sake and for the sake of our explicit rating not turning into a, please get off of regular podcasts. You can't just put this out there. This is porn. But if you do want porn. We'll take a left turn. <laughs> right. But yes, if you want. <laughs> so that's next week. But yeah, so I want to see what you can find that's kind of like, we've, we have tried to look at like horror genres, but I just want to see just like what else is any out there. any specific. No. So find so something any that horror genre. So find something that tickles your pickle, Grace. Ooh, okay. My horror pickle. Yeah, your horror pickle. <laughs> Great. I want to see what's out there. My so, dark pickle. Your dark. Well, we've been plugging the steam and cream for a while, but officially, if you do actually want to join the steam and cream you have to be over 18 because you have to have a credit card which in my brain are the same thing uh it is fine pairing or no it is patreon.com slash fine pairings podcast or the links are in most of our bios uh you cannot search us because we are an over 18 podcast so just keep that in mind if you would like to five dollars or more every month to get two episodes of the steam and cream podcast and then you'll have more explicit than this episode Even if you more. can believe that crazy but you'll get more of Grace and I. Yes. And uh, if you would like to follow us on some of our other platforms, uh, you can follow us uh, at Fine Pairings Podcast, at Instagram, uh, Tumblr, and at Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter. So and you- on Facebook. Oh, yes. And we now have a Facebook page. A so- very lukewarm Facebook where you're just there to hang out. <laughs> yes. If you would like to share things with other fine pairings of uh, viewers that is where the place to do it sure um, etc otherwise uh, make sure that you support us by leaving a five star review on apple podcast unfortunately spotify does not have that feature and uh, if you leave a five-star review, uh, you have the chance of requesting a fic for Grace and I that we might have in one of our finale episodes. Yes, and we are working up very soon to that finale episode, so now is the time to get that in if you would like to hear it for the end of season four. If you get it in after this episode, it might be a little bit too late, so we might be, might be able to get it in between seasons or for season five. So request uh, those fics now, and I think that's everything. Right. Yeah. um, One more thing? One more thing. It was like, so if you write a fanfic about us, you can submit it to any of our social medias. Um, So Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr. Or you can email us at finepairingspodcast at at gmail.com. Yes. All of those places. Thank you for your uh, fanfiction, for your fan art, for your messages, etc. We've gotten a lot of love this season. So have a good uh, life. Uh, (laughs) I hope this sparks joy. Hope this sparks joy. Goodbye. Bye.